It was the month of May in the year of our Lord, 2020. In the midst of a global pandemic, three best friends of over one score were on their weekly Zoom to maintain sanity call when someone had the brilliant idea to click the record button. What follows is the historic chronicle of three people desperately maintaining a minimal degree of sanity, fueled by a love for pop culture and various fermented liquids. Dan, Neil, and myself, Reed, are on a quest to achieve the maximum level of irreverence. Despite what it sounds like, Three Guys Top Fives, The Irreverent Draft Experience, is a podcast for adults by adults. Its contents are vulgar, raunchy, and at times, barely coherent. At best, it is fully intended for entertainment purposes. Got my new uh, home network set up Oh, uh, this weekend. I settled on the name... Why Fidelity? Yes. Three guys just making lists. Three guys just getting blitzed. Three guys, it's our top fives. You won, but also I won. Body's turning to garbage yesterday. Man, my back and my hips hurt so bad I couldn't get out of bed. How bad was it? Really, really bad. Not fun at all. Not fun at all. And hey, look at that. Child interruption yeah. right on cue. Dan's first right child interruption of the cue. game. And he's got two children. That counts two children. as two Dude, that's points. A, that's a two-pointer. Get out. <laughs> Dan's really door. being nice about it. He's uh, he's really, he, though he's winning that game, he's uh, showing that he doesn't take no Ruining points. my life. No, they're fine. I, just <laughs> told them, I, I specifically told them, do not come in here unless it's an emergency. And I made them repeat it to me. And then they just came in to fuck around. And then the emergency was <laughs> uh, their jerks. Ruined my story. I'm glad, to, I'm glad to hear everybody's having just better days. I've had better days. Yes. <laughs> yes. We've all had better days and we're also having better days. Now we're having a better day right now. Reed, exactly. why don't you kick us off? Let's Ah, uh, welcome to Three Guys Top Five, the Irreverent Draft Experience. I am Reed and I'll be your cannonball. <laughs> all right. <laughs> me and uh, me and Kim Deal, the breeders, we're gonna be your cannonball. Nice. I am I'm Dan and I'll I'll be the cannon. I'm Neil, and I'm going to take you on an even flow. Ah, (laughs) nice. I love it. Uh, Three guys, top fives, the irreverent draft experience where three lifetime friends get together and draft their top five on a predetermined subject. We've got some extras thrown in. Uh, Sometimes we fight me. Sometimes we game. uh, Sometimes we chatter and banter. Sometimes we prattle and sometimes we stare at each other mouths agape. Just a gasp in the amazingness that is us. So tonight, I regret to inform the two of you that we didn't get any sponsors. Mm. Oh no! Here's Darn what's it. happening. Here's what's happening instead. Okay. We're not getting paid this week. We're not getting paid this week. Son of a so, bitch. So, uh, but also, unemployment ended. I needed that, man. We're getting paid in love. Oh. That's I can't give that to my mortgage company. So <laughs> the next time you're on the phone with a mortgage company, you tell my you say I love you, and they say that oh, okay. You say that's all I need. 
Yeah. <laughs> so here's what we're doing tonight. Instead of, since we didn't get uh, security sponsors, I decided I'm going to run through some liners that I've got for three guys top fives. Okay. Uh, so we'll, we're gonna, I'm going to throw those in yeah. where we would have ad break. Okay. Sounds great. Uh, I like it. If, if throughout the course of the evening on the ticker, either of you gets uh, notice of of a, of a sponsor coming through, feel free feel free to push where where push is needed. Sounds good. Copy man. that. Copy I like that. It. All right. So uh, we had some uh, some off mic discussions this week amongst the three of us. Sometimes amongst twos of us. Sometimes I talk to myself a lot this week. I don't know. I don't know what the two of you were up to and uh, something that I had said a couple weeks ago prompted some action on Dan's part. So I talked about my wife telling me I looked like a teen wolf. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And so that motive, Dan, that motivated you. It did motivate me. I was thinking, you know, I have not seen that movie in probably 20 years. And I remember watching it endlessly as a, as a young Probably too young to watch that movie, but you know, watched it so many times, and and probably now that I'm realizing it, I watched the edited version even because it was on TV a lot. Uh, but anyways, I went and and I just searched for it on uh, my Fire Stick, and lo and behold, Amazon had it. So Molly and I watched it, and about half an hour, forty five minutes in, I was like, oh, oh, this movie's bad. This is not this is not a good movie, uh, and I'll get into it. But but for the purposes of this game, I'm gonna just put it out there: the 1986 Teen Wolf starring Michael J. Fox sucks. Fight me. I'm gonna fight you on it, Dan, because I know. Yeah. Listen, usually nostalgia is strongest with you, and we know it that. Is. Nostalgia for me, this is 100% strongest. Now listen. We all saw this, I think, in a prepubescent state. Right. And the movie's an allegory, Dan. The movie is classic literature analogy to puberty. And that's Dan with his second child interruption. Both children again are coming in. Man, that's Dan four is, points for Dan. Dan is going for the two-pointers tonight. Holy moly. Break. I got, I got a toilet emergency. I'll be right back. All right. Fair enough. Get out of I accept that. That's a good. That's a good reason to break. I guess a toilet emergency is something you always have to stop for. Reed, you know a little something about that. I, I know many things about stopping for toilet emergencies. And Dan is back from his toilet and emergency. Dan, fuck. You okay? God. Did, he, somebody... he took he took the whole fucking roll of toilet paper and put it in the toilet. Like, unrolled the whole fucking thing. I'm like, wh- why? Why? Yeah. Just, he did it. it just... I can tell you exactly why he did it. Oh, the same reason God. that my daughter ate a marble. Mm. Yeah. 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 yeah mm. It's pretty much all the same shit. Yeah. Well, Literally. welcome back, Dan. Uh, welcome you're, back, You're Dan. leading the game. Uh, <laughs> two child interruptions <laughs> for four points because they're two double <sighs> child interruptions. Yep. So. God. All right, and it's one of the two-point plays tonight. All right, so fight me. Here we we're go. Fight, we're Nostalgia. fighting about Teen Wolf. 
I mean, to me, I'll never forget that the, the, the scene in the shower where he finds the big, huge hair in his chest and pulls it out. I remember because I didn't have pubes yet. And so I was like, that's just like what I'm going to be going through someday. But aside from that, it's a delightful tale. Michael J. Fox is a charming actor. They do cool stuff like buying beer and surfing on vans. And listen, it all comes down for me. It's a sports movie. And it's got one of the greatest sports montages of all time to one of the greatest songs of all time, uh, Mark Safon's. Uh, if I could remember the song, it would help my argument a lot more. But um, you're going to win in the end. And they do. They win in the end. It's a classic 80s movie, Dan. And uh, I, I don't know what you're, what you're hating on it so much for. Reed, do you have any opinions? So I... I heard the dialogue back and forth about this and I I restrained myself from watching it because I was like, okay, maybe I'll watch it. But mm. I am, so I'm on the fence. I came into this without an opinion and I intentionally uh, did not do anything to sway me either way or the other. Here are my, here are my thoughts on a coming of age tale. I, I completely agree with that. Also, it doesn't go away. Like his dad still turns into the werewolf mm, mm. like randomly, like he's driving. It's, it's almost like when you get called up in front of the class to give a speech and you get an own owner, it's like mm. the teen wolf as you like when you're younger, the teen wolf is there with all the emotions and the aggression. And then when you get older, it's almost like you get own owner teen wolves. Sure. <laughs> I think Dan. I think Dan has uh, some agreement to that. So Dan, why don't you speak to that, and then I'll. I'll... Well, okay. So Neil, I, I sat quietly and I and I listened to all of your points, and I respect all of your points. That being said, you're one hundred percent wrong, and here's why. Catchphrase. Not only. Well, you know what? I'm going to break this down. I didn't even write anything. I'm just going to break this down for you in categories. First of Great. all, one, the script is fucking terrible. The script is so bad. And a lot of it makes no sense. It just jumps from points to points. You're going to see this when you watch it. It's just not the, the movie as a whole does not go from a point A to a point B. Reed touched on something that's very important, and that's this. There's a point very early in the movie where there's a full moon and he changes into a teen wolf. Right. Which makes sense because that's what werewolves do. They right. change into werewolves when there's a full fucking moon. From that point on, he was allowed to change into a teen wolf whenever the fuck he wanted to, day or night. Okay. Didn't matter. And he yeah. could just do it. Like he had sure. the power to just turn into a teen wolf. Which was dumb. I didn't right. like that. To your point about sports, in watching him play, and I played basketball in high school. I wasn't ever great, but I could play, and I could actually dribble a ball and shoot a ball. If you watch Michael J. Fox's playing basketball, you might think that you are watching a deaf, dumb, and blind person play basketball because he is so bad that they had to do a cutaway shot every time he put the ball in the fucking air. That's my minor problems with the movie here are my major oh problems with the movie here are my major problems with the movie okay. not only not only is there assault in that movie but there's sexual assault 
in that movie. Let me break it down for you. Michael J. Fox, Mr. Teen Wolf, and his best friend slash girlfriend, which is the greatest 80s trope of all time, by the way. Uh, is Boof, her Boof is her yeah. name. Boof. 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 Michael J. Fox and his friend Boof get put into a closet by the ridiculous, uh, I guess we'll call him sidekick of the show Styles, who's running the games in the party, even though he showed up like two hours after the party had already started. And it's obviously get, he's like 33 years old. Right. Well, so is fucking everybody in the movie. But <laughs> they get put into a closet where Boof and he start making out, and he literally shreds her back open, like with, like clothes and all, and she's got claw marks on the back, which she's just fine with, and leaves the party, and then the next day comes up to him, and she's like, hey, Marty, or whatever the fuck his name, Marty's probably not it, because that's... <laughs> might as fucking well be. Uh, and, and then... Then they go to the the dance, which, by the way, they don't go to the dance together because he refuses to go with her because he needs to be the Teen Wolf and she doesn't want him to be the Teen Wolf. And they go out into the hallway and are making out. And then they go back in and he gets in the fight with the 37-year-old guy and gets punched in the face, turns into the Teen Wolf, and then leaves her at the fucking dance. Like, he's just so shitty to boof. And right. she just keeps coming back to him, which is the classic, like, Stockholm Syndrome shit. Yes, and, yes. And then in the final game, which is supposed to be the big moment, the 37-year-old antagonist of the show, who they give some story about he came back to high school after getting out of prison, which is hilarious to me, uh, literally knocks three people down, like, 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 shoulder checks them hockey style and is allowed to stay in the game until he fouls out at the end and then he's allowed to stand on the baseline and watch him shoot his ridiculous blind person free throws this movie sucks listen i think you've made that abundantly clear you've been more passionate about how bad teen wolf is than you've been about most things i've ever seen you be passionate about since i've known you i was gonna make an argument to the script i can't yeah uh, I was going to make some veiled argument that not only is it about puberty, it's about dealing with the manhood after. And then you made your sexual assault absolutely valid uh, uh, criticisms, and you're absolutely right about that. And I'm not saying that in the 80s that was kind of a thing. It's like, now right. I have all this, 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 this power. What am I supposed to do with it? You shouldn't right. do that. Mm-hmm. And listen, even more important than that, you're right. The sports are terrible. Like... No one on that team would be on that court. No one would even do any of it. And you're right about the oh. rules at the end. Listen, I want to hear what Reed has to say before I give my final verdict. But uh, can I can I say two things before before we go to Reed's final you, verdict? Well, you've only said 42, they're, so 44 they're, won't they're real matter. quick. And these are pros. <laughs> these are pros. So Molly was googling this while we were watching it, and she was like, "Did you know that they had to shoot this movie in eight weeks because it was in between when Michael J. Fox was shooting?" Uh, family Ties, so, and they all shot it for a million dollars. That's why nobody else is in the movie but Michael J. Fox. And at the end, after he hits spoiler, his his game-winning free throw, and the crowd goes wild, there's a moment, if you freeze on the crowd as they're all coming down, there's a guy, there's an extra that unzips his pants and pulls out his dick, and yeah, it's so fucking I, hilarious. I've seen yeah. that. That's, that's great. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And that's, there, there's, that's, also, there's also a repeater, too. Yeah, and that's the best part of Teen Wolf. <laughs> that guy's wiener is the best part of Teen Wolf. Reed, verdict. Okay, so 
I have I, I I hear I hear both sides of this, and here's what I'm really excited for. I'm reserving judgment on my end until next week because in between this week and next week, I'm gonna watch Teen Wolf. So I'm I'm gonna watch it with these ideas in mind. Okay, all right. Uh, just so you know, while you're doing that, know that I've completely flipped to Dan's side. Oh, Teen Wolf is a fucking yeah. shitty movie. And so you're going to be fighting both yeah. of us if you come back I, well, watching that movie. Who knows, though? Like, yes. I, know, I don't know. I'm, 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 sti- I'm still on the fence. It does not hold up, guys. No, it does not. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, this Un- is the- unlike the classic 1986 film, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Hilarious. Okay, so what was really interesting <laughs> that I wanted to tell you about... <laughs> you got me. What I wanted to, what's fascinating about this movie is uh, Teen Wolf was the reason that Michael J. Fox had to turn down Back to the Future for the first time, which is why Eric Stoltz was cast. And then upon reviewing dailies, Robert Zemeckis did not like the performance that Eric Stoltz was giving, so they had to shut down production, and by that time, Michael J. Fox was available. And they started shooting nights for that very reason you just said, because he was still on Family Ties. So they did all of the night scenes first, and then he rolled right into doing the rest of Back to the Future. And thank God, because Eric Stoltz would have been awful. I like Eric Stoltz, but it's obvious Eh. that uh, Michael J. Fox is a better... Yeah. Oh, they found me, Marty. I don't know how, but they found me. <laughs> the Libyans! The Libyans! I like that they run into a, a kiosk, and then that's they're just, heavy. that's it. They never have to yeah. worry about him anymore. Just I know, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That movie uh, rules. I will not hear, okay, we can't oh, no, fight no, about no, that. So, no, so, we'll never uh, fight about that movie. Right. <laughs> um, so, all right, so judgment judgment about this is reserved. It It is now a reads on the fence. Neil and Dan say Teen Wolf is a pile of poop. Yeah, pile of poo. I will follow up my homework for this week, and I believe what I'm going to be doing tomorrow while I'm sitting outside uh, tending to my meats, I'm <laughs> going to watch Teen Wolf out there because I Sounds have a great. TV outside and it's going to be a really nice day tomorrow. It's on Amazon Prime. It is, and I have Amazon Prime. All right, uh, men of a gentle nature, it's time to get primed. It's drafting time. All right. Neil, what are you drinking? Well, guys, like I said, I'm, I'm taking it easy today. It, I just got an angry orchard cider. It's it's not the sexiest thing in the world, but I wasn't really feeling drinking too much. Bullshit, I've got a proper 12 Irish whiskey. Ah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> and I am planning on drinking as much of it as I can. I've had a really long day. I was stuck in Grand Central Station with 500 other 60% masked people for two and a half hours last night while the trains got solved. I am having proper 12 Irish whiskey, smooth going down. Give us a review because that's the Conor McGregor whiskey. Oh no, is it? Yeah, yeah. that's his. Uh, here, it, do we like he sells it? That no, he owns it. He just sells oh. it the whole nine. Yeah, that's all his. That's um, all okay. Him. Well, that's too bad because it'll be the last time I'm buying it. But proper twelve whiskey. It's smooth as hell, and I'll miss you. But it's only one bottle's worth, so see you later. There you go. Uh, Dan, what are you drinking? All right, so I have been taking a break from whiskey for a while because we just have not been agreeing, and I've also just not been drinking a lot of beer lately. So, Neil, first of all, before I even say what I'm drinking, I just want to offer you a formal apology on air in front of everyone. What? With my With my pants on. Holy for making holy. for making fun of you several months back about drinking seltzers 
because that's literally all I've been drinking now. I've got a fabulous Natty Light Aloha Beaches, and I'm enjoying it. And right after that, I got a little Catalina Lime Mixer. Yeah. Uh, I know, I know. Uh, I'm off those. I can't drink those seltzers anymore. They all just uh, taste like batteries to me now. I, I can't just, do them. I, love I think they're them. worse. Off the seltzer. I think, I think, the, I think uh, worse. the Natty Light ones are fantastic. Right, I can't I'll get check enough them out. of them. I can't find yeah. them here, but I'll check them out. Reed, what are you I'll, drinking? I'll send you a case. Deal. All right, so I believe uh, I you saw uh, the the picture I sent of uh, last weekend when uh, my wife and I were out and uh, found some interesting alcohols. I found that old fashioned seltzer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, I had asked her to get another one because I wanted to drink that tonight, but she went to a different store to that, get the brown sugar. That what I a forgotten. horrible, horrible person. So, so I was fine <laughs> with that because she was picking up after my rookie mistake. Love what I prison. did save from this weekend that I purchased on that same trip Saturday is an original house wine in a can. Oh, no. It is carbonated, and this one can is... Oh. Uh, is half a bottle of wine. Oh no! Wow. Okay. Carbon a carbonated half bottle of wine is what color is it? Red. Uh, I'm sure. It is. Uh, <laughs> it's it's called of, it's called brute bubbles. What kind brute, of wine is oh, it? Oh, brute bubbles. So it's more of like a it's, kind of like a, a cheap <laughs> champagne. It it is it's, Franzia. It's not Franzia. <laughs> uh, carbon uh, American carbonated wine, bubbly, crispy, and vibrant. That's all, all right. the, the original house, the original house wine. That's all the description mm. I get. Sounds like uh, a house of pain to me. It is, uh, it looks like a rosé, maybe? Reed, tomorrow's your birthday, and you're going to be hurting at the beginning oh, of your birthday. Yeah, that's so, oh, God. Oh, we boy. should we should hurry up and get this draft over with, because right, Reed's going to have a cheers, headache. Cheers. Reed's not going to wake up in the morning. <laughs> cheers. Proper 12. <laughs> The oh, Conor man. McGregor of whiskeys. I'm really bummed about that. I just saw that it was mm. cheap, and it's really tasty, so whatever. Um, yes, I enjoy... Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. So I'm sorry to ruin it for you. It's okay. I'm but... now looking at his signature on the back of the bottle. <laughs> 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 Whoa. Yeah, he, he owns the whole process. Oh, uh, this is vinted and packed by Original House Wine, Walla Walla, Washington. Is there is there a better named town than Walla Walla, Washington? Come on. That's pretty um, great. I do. Like, I'm partial to... Well, that like, that's future draft. Future draft. Yep. See what I okay. did there. Put a pin in See that what one. I did there. I like All it. All right. Uh, tonight, Shot Fork presents three guys' top five the Eurodo draft experience. It's three best friends drafting their top five of a predetermined <clears throat> subject. Honestly, you could spend your time on better things, but why? Why indeed? Oh, they're gonna get. They're gonna get better. They're, <laughs> they're just gonna get better. Neil. Yeah. You, you oh yeah. The draft tonight, buddy. Yeah. It's my draft this week. Listen. I get to go first. Yes, and this came up just organically because Dan, this uh, yeah. this draft actually came about thinking about your uh, your child interruptions, um, <laughs> because we've all got uh, listen. There's only so much we can do, and I was home with my two and a half year old for three months of the pandemic yeah. by myself while my wife was working. I, it, up until then, we pretty much kept Hazel away from screens. We didn't let her watch too much, just kind of on a special occasion. But in the end, we all know that it's a necessity that sometimes oh, yeah. you just have to show them a movie. Which oh, yeah. gave me the idea of what are the top five movies or television that we have to show our children, but we also secretly love ourselves. There will be a bonus draft after this draft, so just heads up. But I love this, the bonus part. We're going to do, do five rounds, and then I'll introduce the bonus part. 
Okay. So, Dan, do you have the first pick, I believe? I do. I do. And uh, it's not the sexiest pick. And I don't really... I was looking through my, my list earlier, and it's all stuff that I really like that they watch. And I didn't really know how to put them in any kind of an order because I, I, can't, I can't really quantify which one is better than which when it comes to kids' shows to an extent. But this one I really, really like a lot. Do you guys remember back in the day the original Muppet Babies? Remember that cartoon? Yes. So they've, yes. re- they've redone it. They've, re- they've remade it on huh. Disney+, and it's freaking wonderful. They've, they've made a few tweaks. They added a character named Summer, and she's a penguin. I'm not really sure why they did that. Maybe just to balance it out, but all the original cast is back. Um, Fozzie and Kermit and Miss Piggy and Gonzo and everybody and then Summer. They have moved from the playroom <laughs> to the backyard. They have these like slides that they can go out of the playroom into the backyard where they can do all these crazy adventures. They now do these amazing, like it's all, it's all a computer graphics show. And so everything that they do when they go into their imagination and they're doing all of their stuff, they do these wonderful montages that are really visually pleasing and they have great songs and the best part is Stadler and Waldorf are their next door neighbors and they sit up on a balcony and make fun of them and it's hysterical (laughs) and I love it and the kids love it so the Muppet Babies reboot is my number one that's a great pick and a new one something it's great oh Hazel would love it Hazel would love it listen we're all taking notes during this draft and we all know it so Mm -hmm. Oh, and, and Miss Nanny is still only the stockings. That's all you see of her is the stockings. Yeah. Fantastic. Jesus Christ. That's all right. I'm not counting no. the, the child interruptions. Just don't count them anymore. I'm not going to count them. After You're tonight, there's not going to even be any children. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, let's all get married so we can't testify to that. All right. So my first pick, I was actually reminded of uh, two days ago. So we all we're all very well aware of my son Holden and his his adventures in being 12 years old. Mm-hmm. And as a 12 year old in today's age, he has his own phone. Uh, with his phone, we got him an unlimited data plan because we didn't want to have to worry about chasing after his data. So he watches a lot of stuff on his phone. And unbeknownst to me, he watches a lot of Disney Plus and revisits a lot of shows that he has liked throughout his life. Cool. Yesterday, he was sitting at the table eating lunch when I went upstairs uh, in between appointments, and he was watching Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh, yeah. great choice. He and I used to hang out and watch that movie back to back to back. When he was he was two, three, four years old. He loved that movie and you could still see it in his eyes as he was watching it. He still loves it. He doesn't remember all the details of it from back then, but he knows it enough to know that he just loves that movie. And so my number one pick is fantastic. Mr. Fox Reed, This is, this is actually one of the things I wanted to bring up is that, uh, so how old is Holden right now? He's 12. He's old 12. Mow the fucking lawn. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Uh, Dan, how old is Phoebe? Phoebe is going to be six this month. 
Six this month. Uh, Hazel has not yet turned three, which she will do this month. So Reed and you guys all have a little bit of an upper echelon of movie that you can share with your kids that I'm not quite able to yet. So all of mine are going to be like toddlery, toddlery movies or TV oh, that's because fine. that's all she'll sit for. There are so many more that I want to introduce her for. And every time I scroll past Fantastic Mr. Fox, I'm like, not mm. quite ready yet. I no. want her to be ready, and I want her to appreciate it for when it's on. And I know she. The thing is, I, I know her. She'll get a little bored because it's a little heady. It's a. It's a little. It's a little story driven. In. In. But. And it's a little dark sure too. It's a little. It's dark. a little dark. So here's just, here's what here's what the appeal was for Holden. It was the the movement and the look of the characters. Yeah. Kept yeah. him engaged. That stop motion yeah. is so awesome. I'm going to I'm going to give it a try. She actually really did love this isn't one of my picks so I can say it but she she got into the nightmare before Christmas. Yeah. Which is very surprising. But yes. that was she was a little honestly, she was a little younger so it made a little more sense. I think if I showed it to her now, she'd be a little scared. So it's it's riding that line between So I'm going to go with my first pick which really shocked me out of the gate. Had no idea. I had no idea. This is actually a movie I had been avoiding for a really long time. Heard the, I, I actually avoided hearing the songs from it for years because everyone told me, once you get them in your head, you'll never get them out. I'm talking, of course, about Frozen. Yes. I, I fell in love yes. with Frozen. And I actually, I'm telling you, and I'm, I'm telling you that I picked this over a movie that's one of my favorite movies of all time, mm. which is going to drive Magnolia. me crazy. But... <laughs> yes, I showed I showed Hazel Magnolia. You know what she really responded to was Julianne Moore going, "Shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up." That's what Hazel really dug. But Frozen, for some reason, really latched onto me. A, the songs are great. Mm-hmm. The story's super fun and original. And then the sequel's really fun too, and the songs are really great. I don't know what. And also, it was the first movie I got to take Hazel to in the theater. Was Yay. Frozen two after she fell in love with Frozen. It's gonna be part of our lives forever. Anna and Elsa. Hey, Rock yep. and roll, Frozen. Frozen's my number one pick. Now the nostalgia pick, great. He can't go wrong with a nostalgia pick. Yeah. Well, and what's funny is like it's been part of our lives for now. I want to say eight months, which is really kind of funny. Yeah. Like, we we showed it to her in December of last year because it felt Christmassy, and we're like, well, let's try Frozen. Wasn't that two years ago, December of last year? I think it was more like seventeen years ago. I yeah. Don't something like that. I don't fucking know. What day is it? <laughs> is it a what weekend? Day? It's it's the it's the tw- it's the 123rd of April. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, Frozen. Great, Dan, what's your number choice. two pick? All right, so my number two pick. Man, oh, I didn't want to like this. I really didn't. And then I and, and then I was okay. So my 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 niece, who is a year older than Phoebe, they're like best friends. She spends the night at our house probably three nights a week, and they. Always have popcorn movie time because that's the only way you can get them to shut the fuck up and go to sleep. Edit that out. And uh, <laughs> that's part anyways, of the, the whole thing about the trap. That's what we the, do. <laughs> the, my niece, who's a year older, she's like, "Can we watch this movie?" And I was like, "Yeah, go for it." And that, then I sat down and started watching it with them. And oh god damn it, if I didn't just think it was catchy and fun. I'm talking about this Disney. There's three of them now, but I'll, I'll start with the first one. I'm talking about the Descendants. Are you guys familiar with it at all? Not at all. So, no. okay, yeah, Reed knows. Reed knows. Okay, and he, Reed, you've probably seen it one thousand times, like I have now, but it's still catchy. So, Neil, to catch you up on it, basically, it's it's a kind of a clever idea in which they take children of some of Disney's 
biggest villains. So, for example, you have the teenage child of Maleficent, Jafar, Cruella de Vil, and the Evil Queen. And they're adjusting to teenage life outside of the prison that they've been in. And they all together come up with this evil plot. And it's super for kids. I mean, it's like right in Amelia and Phoebe's and my niece's warehouse, warehouse, wheelhouse. <laughs> they they uh, just keep it in a box. Yeah, for, the, for all the bodies. Um, <laughs> it's right in their wheelhouse. But fucking A, the songs are super catchy. The choreography is fun. And it's really clever. And I can't say that I hate it. Because I always end up singing along with the fucking songs in the corner while I'm drinking my beer. So I'm going to go with The Descendants. That's Listen, I'm just to jump in because I think yeah. Reed has feelings about this one. Oh, but he definitely does. Speaking of feeling, singing songs is such a yeah. huge part. And the, whenever Elsa starts singing Let It Go, Hazel grabs my hand. We stand yeah. up and we act the whole thing out. She raises a castle out of the ground. Forget mm-hmm. it. Nothing yeah. is cooler. No. Singing the songs with your kids is a dope part of it. Reed. Absolutely. I'm drinking a can of Descendants right now. This stuff is terrible. <laughs> it is terrible. I'm not gonna lie. It's terrible, but fucking hell, if it's not catchy. I just, I yeah. just, I just can't. I, I That's think the fine. premise is great. Yeah. I, they, Disney knows how to hit their demographic. They, they sure know where do. their target audience is. They it's sure got do. the right bright colors in the right places. The right choreography. Uh, it is. Uh, it's it's painful. Like I said, I wanted to hate it, and then I ended up not hating it. And so, for that reason, it makes the list. All right. Well, I, 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 res- to, I respect your opinion on it. Out, it. And, 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 and oh, you don't have to check it out, Neil. Just j- j- trust me. Wait. Just wait. Let it happen organically. If, if it never comes across, then <laughs> fucking maybe you dodged a bullet. Read. So for my number two pick. <laughs> I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with a sleeper. Uh, it was it was a sleeper for me. It was a, a movie that came out. It was uh, the new cartoon movies happening. Uh, I fell in love with this movie from the get go because it took all of these components of movies that I really liked and applied it to a kids format. And it has one of my uh, the the lead one of the lead voice actors is one of my favorite actors, Jason Bateman. Oh. Uh, this the movie that I'm taking for number two is Zootopia. Oh yeah, it's yeah, Zootopia is great. Yeah, I love Zootopia so much. Uh, my daughter, uh, when she was learning to talk and learning to communicate, called it Sintopia. <laughs> so we still call it Sintopia. <laughs> nice. I'm looking at it on the shelf right now, going, "Yeah, I'm." I, when we're done tonight, I'm I'm putting that in. I'm watching. Oh, it's it. great. It's great. It has uh, such actually, a great little message in it too. Yeah, actually, it's it's up tomorrow, right after Teen Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't watch Teen Wolf. I'm just... watching Teen Wolf. I will. I will. And, you, and, <sighs> and the two of you are getting. You know, you're getting texts about Teen yeah, Wolf. Yeah, we're gonna get a live. Okay. We're gonna get a live. Uh, yeah, we're gonna get a live tweet of, of yeah. Teen Wolf. I'm I'm about it. Oh uh, man, let's let's do a live Teen Wolf. That should be fun. <laughs> ah, live Teen Wolf. Ah, live uh, Teen Wolf. A, a ah, live, Teen Wolf. A, live. Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf. A live. A, a, a teen. Um, a teen live wolf. Ah, live. Ah, live Teen Wolf. Uh, uh, all right, great. So for my second pick, <laughs> it's Teen Wolf. It's Teen Wolf. Uh, I can't. I don't know why it is. Hazel loves it. No, uh, this was actually. 
Um, this actually was my number one movie a couple of years ago. Mm. Uh, I saw it. I saw it last. I actually made my Oscar picks, Oscar quote unquote picks. I always make a little blog of all my favorite movies of the year, and then right after I had posted it and said, "This is these are the best movies I saw that year." I saw this one literally as we were waiting to watch the Oscars. And Hazel loves it. It's a great message. It's one of the best animated films I've ever seen. I love whenever she wants to watch it. She says, can I watch Miles? And I, sit down and I watch Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse with mm. her. Not only one of the best animated, probably, I don't know, one of the best animated films of all time. One of yes. my probably top ten favorite oh, films now. Yeah, Just an great. absolutely incredible movie. Um, yeah. And... It always bums me out when she doesn't feel like watching Miles because it's all mm. I want to do. But that's, she that, she wants to watch. That's it really more good. Often than that's really good. I that's love a it. Su- that's a super good pick. Uh, I took I took both of my kids to see that in the theater. Ooh, I would have loved. And to see it I know. Uh, and uh, my daughter, theater, I think my daughter liked it more than my son did. <laughs> mm, yeah. Awesome. And she's, awesome. I mean, she was probably six when we went to watch that. Mm. And during the scary part, she was clinging to me really tight. And yeah, the exciting and it is part, scary. She was on the it's edge dark. of her seat. She mm-hmm. handled it so well, and then uh, when it it came out on digital, we bought it, we watched it, and we watched it over and over again, and now it's on what I don't even know what, what platform. It's on Netflix. It's on, it's on uh, Netflix. Netflix. Uh, yeah. The, well, we scrolling through. She'll be like, "Let's watch Into the Spider Verse." Fuck yeah. yeah! That movie's so, so fucking good. And Captain yeah. Han is Doc Ock. Come on! The entire cast, yeah. top to bottom. Come like, to on! Cast, yeah, yeah. To cast to cast the two different Spider Men being such differently distinct and wonderful actors yeah. like it's yep. just uh man that movie is that movie, it's a, that's listen i'm putting it on my pantheon this is going in the books it's a perfect movie Spider-Man it is Spider-Man. it is i can't fight you on that i can't fight no. you on that i'm glad we get a, can we get a, a edit in a ding sound yeah. for that ding <laughs> yeah for can't can't fight you on that yeah it should be more of like a hug sound like an oh that'll work yeah all right great I'm glad. I'm glad we figured that out. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, Dan. Dan's pick. Right. Dan's, Dan's number. Guy, I saved this one because I I didn't want to I didn't want to kick it off. Even though, like I said, I, I kind of teased you guys a little bit that I couldn't rank these. But if I was gonna rank them and just this list alone, this would probably be my number one, just because of the emotional impact that it's taken on me. Uh, but I didn't want to lead off with it because I wanted to have a slow burn. Um, this movie. This movie, Phoebe made me watch this movie five times in a row with her once. And she wanted to watch it a sixth time. And I literally told her, I can't watch this movie anymore because I have no more tears. Yeah. This is this is one of the most beautifully written, imaginative, gorgeous movies in the world. Phoebe loves it to death. It's her favorite Pixar movie of all time. I'm talking about Inside Out. Ah, you stole my next one. Definitely. And and look, I was a I was a Wally man for years. Wally mm-hmm. was my number one favorite Pixar movie. It's maybe one A now to Inside Out. Inside Out is, and I'm gonna steal Neil's line right away, a perfect movie. It has every component a movie has, and if you don't cry your fucking eyes out when Bing Bong fades away then you are not the kind of person that I want to be around in my life ever. And Jesus Christ, that movie. Six times I had to watch it. Five times I had to watch it in one day. It was it was torture. It was absolute torture. But Phoebe loves it. She never gets tired of it. And I 
I can't say that I do either. Inside Out. Since that was going to be my next pick, let me say just two things that I think yeah. one like about it. Uh, so Bing Bong is Hazel's favorite character, which mm-hmm. makes that movie a tragedy. Yeah. You're like, she, when she asks to watch Inside Out, she says, I want to watch Bing Bong. Oh my God. That's Forget just, about it. And you know you're yeah. going to be, you're going to cry, but it doesn't matter. And it's, I think you're absolutely right. That's, uh, Laura is, as you know, an art therapist, uh, yeah. Hazel's mother, Laura. And uh, she used that movie with, when she was working with adolescents. Mm. Uh, and she would use it as as a talking point. Sometimes it would work, sometimes it doesn't, because, you know, adolescents, they go a little crazy, and sometimes right. they're, like, into it. But then she would talk about the feelings with it. And now, in Hazel's room, we've got two posters that it's like, tell me about your feelings. And it's got, like, faces, cartoon yeah. faces that show you how you're feeling. And I really do think it's a, it's a direct tie to that, like, let me talk to you. And then it has coping. Like, when I'm not feeling well, what are things I can do? And to the point where now Hazel, we've only had them up for about a week or so, Hazel will now get upset and ask us to go upstairs so she can point at her poster. Oh, that's and great. And it's, it's, I don't know, it's just it's something that, I mean, I'm not going to get through this draft without crying, but uh, yeah. it reminds me of that, and yeah, it's a fascinating, and I'm, I'm excited because she loves the movie for the colors and the characters and the mm-hmm. bing-bong, and then she's going to get to kind of absorb it as it moves forward in her life. It's going to be really neat. So you stole my number three pick and go to so hell. So sorry. My uh, see the posters I had in my room growing up about my feelings were much more simple, and that I pointed I pointed to one uh, when I was feeling Motley Crue, and I pointed to Van Halen when the answer to it was fuck shit up. Well done. Perfect. Well done. Perfect. Read well done. Okay. number three pick. Well, you know what? Let's let's continue. I know that Niels was uh, his number two. Dan's in number three. I'm gonna. I'm kind of counting this in the same round, even though we're in different rounds, but my number three pick is going to be what I consider to also be the quintessential perfect movie. Ooh. And I'm going to, so this is a movie that I showed to my son because I loved it. And now we continue to watch it at least once a year because he loves it so much. And now also my daughter loves it so much. And it just Mm. so happens that my wife also loves it. Great. I'm talking about the perfect coming to age tale uh, about a young man who moves into a new neighborhood and has a hard time making friends and has a strained relationship with his stepfather and they bond over baseball and he oh, finds yeah. his friends over baseball. I'm talking about the Sandlot. Oh God, I can't wait to show Hazel the Sandlot. Oh, one of my alt time favorite movies I, so I, good i think it's the perfect movie it has it has the the right amount of romance it has mm-hmm. the right amount of mischief it has mm-hmm. a whole bunch of life lessons through making learning from your own mistakes mm. and it has at, at the end of it it's all hey just ask for what you need mm-hmm. <sighs> it's so good it's so true and it has wendy peppercorn <laughs> Mm-hmm. That might be, speaking of top fives, it may be on my top five uh, movies led by child actors that I've ever seen. It's it, on it's top easily, five baseball movies for me. It's also on yeah. my top five baseball yeah. movies. I, yeah. I, oh, you cannot argue with the sound. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that pick. That's a great pick. To, that's Reed, I didn't even, I can't wait to show it to my kid. Yep. You're number three. This one's actually 
it's not totally recent. It's been on the list for a little bit, um, and it's it's no it's no secret that I'm a fan of of Pixar's storytelling, and I think that. Oh, man, 90% of the time they do a really, really great job with a few exceptions. But uh, this one, Hazel is really, really latched onto to the point, like right before Christmas, we got her a bunch of the toys for uh, for Christmas. And <laughs> toys for Christmas. Uh, she wants to watch Toy Story, and all we do is we play, when she says she wants to watch Toy Story, we play the next one. Yep. She wants to watch Toy Story. If we've watched two, then we watch three. If we watch three, then we watch four. If we watch four, we go back to one all over again. It, they're, th- all of them are really, really good. It's one of the best series. It's one of the best like properties. Yep. That And when I watch Toy it's why I put off watching Toy Story 4. I was like, they can't keep it going. They can't keep it going. They can't be all be this good. And plus, three was the end. It's got to be the end. Then I watched four. I was like, oh, they should just make these movies every five years for the yeah. rest of my life. Uh, my son called uh, called him Bud Wattyear, <laughs> which we still call him Bud Wattyear. Yes, uh, and a Woody. Yeah, a Woody. Ah, Woody. Ah, Woody. How funny is it that like your son was young enough that the first movie is uh, twenty five years old this year? Yeah. Uh, confession time. I, I love Toy Story. I have not seen the fourth one yet. Oh, Jesus. And, and we, we own it. Yeah, I have no excuses. It's, uh, it's on the list for tomorrow. It's, it's, uh, a, it's an ugly te- cry. Watch it, watch it with the whole family. Like, seriously, it's an ugly watch cry. Yeah. Not, yeah, to me, as much, yeah, not as much of an ugly cry as three. But, yeah, it's they're all they all hit the... Sorry, hold on. You're good. All right, I'm holding. I'm holding! Hold, 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 we need a fact check! Hold on, what are you doing? Get your ass in here, you son of a... Get, get, what are you doing? Quit mowing the lawn. It's 9 o'clock. <laughs> it's too late to be mowing the lawn. You're up way too late. All, all your dads are drunk. Go to bed. Change the cat box. <laughs> all, right, um, all right. Dan, your pick yeah. for number four. So this one for me <laughs> is a nostalgia pick. My, my daughter doesn't watch this anymore. But, oh. my God, for years... And years, this was, and I say years and years, she's six. But for two <laughs> probably solid years, this was her favorite, favorite show. Oh, my God, she could not get enough of this show. And when I first started watching it, I was like, oh, this is great. I really, I enjoy this. And because of it, she now does a pretty good British accent. I'm talking about Peppa Pig. <laughs> my daughter loves Peppa Pig and I gotta be honest it's a silly little British cartoon but it's so it's pretty funny and all of the animals are named after like what their what their animal sound name sounds like so you have Zoe Zebra and Peppa Pig and Danny Donkey and it's just it's cute and it's stupid but I end up chuckling half the time in it and there's one really savage moment where Peppa is learning how to whistle. She calls her friend Susie Sheep, and she asks Susie Sheep if she can whistle. And Susie's like, of course I can. And she starts whistling, and Peppa immediately hangs up the phone. And it's super savage, and I loved it. It was hilarious. Uh, Peppa Pig is my number four choice because it gives me such great, great moments of, of memories about my daughter just loving that show. So Peppa Pig is my number four. <laughs> Dan, yeah. I can't wait until the next time you call me. I'm going to ask you if you can do something. You're going to do it. I'm just going to hang up. <laughs> it's going to be great. We'll get it.
Am I number four? Are we on number yeah, four here? We are right. on number yeah. four. Number four. It's time for me to go with a television show because I've yes. been, I've been, uh, I, I've I was going to sticking with movies. Some of these, like, so we owned Fantastic Mr. Fox before my son was born. Uh, of course, we owned The Sandlot before my son was born. Zootopia was something that came out after both my kids were born. But mm-hmm. I'm going to go with something I never in a million years would have would have watched. Uh, not because of I thought it was awful or anything, just because it didn't look very interesting. Once I started watching it, it is a riot. It is so spectacular mm. that we ended up buying my son most of these toys. Whoa. We would be more excited about going to the store and finding these toys than he would be because they came in like two and three packs. Mm. Uh, this is this is uh, a show that Marvel put out uh, a, a while ago. It would have been probably around 2010, I think, maybe. Uh, and it's it's a retelling of their superheroes, not as kids, but as smaller people with more adolescent mindsets. I'm yes. talking about the Superhero Squad show. It I've is never heard of it. so fantastically done. My son loved it. He'll still every once in a while grab an episode and put it on and just he will just roll and belly laugh to it. And Amazing. I remember I remember as a kid. He would just, he could barely talk and he would be belly laughing at the Silver Surfer and how everybody was messing with Iron Man and about how the villains were always tripping over each other. Uh, So it's very, it's juvenile humor. It's an adolescent mindset. It's everything that my life is in real time. Superhero Squad Show number four. Yeah, great choice. Great choice. I haven't seen it, and I can't wait. The way you describe yeah, it, I'm just it's like, great. You'll I'm, like it. I'm, I'm super excited. It's like I always said. I never know what Reed's picks are going to be, and it's my favorite thing about him. I love it, and also you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I, I you're not dumb. Uh, do we are we're 31 in? I can't drink any more of this. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> let's take a break. Cause I'm, <laughs> It's like my mouth is so dry, and all I'm doing is burping. I've got, I got through, I got through three fourths go. of it, and I, I got it. I'm tapping out. Like, yeah. didn't, hit, I didn't have a good feeling about it, Reed. I saw. Hit like, me. Yeah. Have you guys been seeing my face as I'm yes. drinking it? Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not doing that for dramatic effect. No, it I hurts. know. Every time you take a drink, like Reed is making this face, like someone no, know. Just stabbed it's, him in the pancreas. I'm, I'm hoping you're gonna make gifts out of this because it's wonderful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just so, for us. Uh, so Neil, take go ahead. Break. Go have the have the proper twelve wrap me in an arm bar. I'm tapping out from the house, <laughs> the original house line. I gotta get something else. I'm stopping. Yep. We'll take a break All right, too. So we're gonna be take right a break. Back. All right, we'll be right back with three guys top fives. Go fuck yourself. So Reed, I was telling Neil, I was I'm over my kids, Reed. So I'm I'm having a whiskey. Just over. Ugh. Okay. So I uh, I brought the uh, the can of wine <laughs> up to Teresa to try it. Right. Her face was identical to my face after I had drank in a half of the can. Oh boy! Uh, no. She goes. Look, she goes. Reed this told is... you this is a terrible idea. Well, yeah. I'm sorry. Have you ever known me to listen? I got a Catalina lime mixer and some Jameson. I'm just going to mix them together. <laughs> what if I mix the, my Angry Orchard with my whiskey? Yeah. Uh, that like, would actually be really yeah, good. Yeah, that'd be delicious. Really? Let me try yeah. it. I only have yeah. a little left here. That's so. fucking amazing. It's amazing how quickly this has gotten me a little bit drunk. Not. Well, know. it's whiskey. 
<laughs> Where are we? Are we on our read cap for the final No, we're four on number or... four pick. I haven't made my number four pick. Oh, I'm yeah. so sorry. No, it's okay. It's no problem. I, well, I just wanted to get in my my sorry for the for the round. <laughs> now continue. Sorry. Sorry for interrupting you. All right. So for my number four pick, uh, I'm not going to go crazy on this one because it's just yeah. a classic. Uh, there's yeah. a couple TV shows that have worked... There's a couple of TV shows actually that I quite like, like the Storybots on Netflix. If you guys I was gonna to say Storybots. It's a really good one. You can still take it because I'm not gonna take it. I'm sorry if I ruined your pick. But I'm going classic Sesame Street. Yes. It really, it is absolutely. I'm not kidding. That is a timeless show. We watch the classics from the '70s. We watch the ones from this year. I actually, for a while, when I'm mad about things, I'll put on ones from 2015 before the world ended. And I'll just like look at how they deal deal with things before their COVID ones were great, where they did social distancing and talked about things and talked about how hard it was. Literally, there was one where Elmo's dad just did like a two minute bit about you're doing the best you can, Aww. don't worry about it. And I burst into tears. I was like, yeah. sometimes Sesame Street is not just for the kids; it'll keep yeah. them there, but it's also for the adults who are watching. Their stories are great. The writing is great. They've adapted for the times amazingly. Sesame Street is my number four pick. That's that's fantastic, yeah. That's a it's steal at number four, by the a way. Steal at four. Yeah, that, that that is possibly. You know what? I'm gonna call it. That's the biggest steal of our entire draft so far. Whoa! Biggest, yep. Hands biggest down. steal. Biggest Hands steal. Down. What? That's number one right there. Yep. Holy that's the, moly! You got Sesame Street at four in yeah. a kids show category. Yeah, Steel. I mean, granted the parameters, Steel. not everyone would love Sesame Street, and, like, it's different for everybody, but I gotta tell you, whenever it's on, I learn something just as much as Hazel does. Yeah. And that's where you win. Steel. So you brought back a memory for me. We were we were living in Lincoln, and Holden had to have been maybe, maybe three years old, maybe four years old. Okay. And we bought tics to, tickets to see Sesame Street Live mm. at... The Pershing Auditorium in Lincoln, Nebraska. In February. It was a really mild winter all the way through. The day before, or the night before the show, huge blizzard came through. Like two feet of snow. And uh, my wife, Teresa, and I looked at each other and we went, listen, we're both from South Dakota. And we bought tickets to Sesame Street Live. Yeah. We're going. Yeah. And so we went. The show was still on. We went. It was half the crowd. Yeah. Because wow. because the blizzard kept everybody away. It was so fantastic. Yeah. It was the show was so much fun. My only complaint about the show was because they had so many characters, they had to split some of the characters like were in the in the front half of the show, some were in the back half of the show. And same actors, yeah. They have to treat yep. costumes, yeah. Uh, and it just so happened that, that the show we went to, there was only one character that did that. And the second half of the show it was Zoe, which mm. I'm fine with because I dig yeah. Zoe. But yeah. the first half of the show, that actor played Grover. Ah. And so oh. Grover was only in one half of the show that I went to, and I didn't realize how much Grover meant to me until the second half of the show. Wow. He was gone, and I was like, I was ready to riot. I was like, where's, where's Grover at? He is not near. He is now far. So far, I can't see him. I'm not okay with any of this. 
Uh, I guess it's a. Uh, it's uh, it's five. Wait. We're yeah. at five now. No, it's Dan's turn. It's Dan's turn. Yeah, I'm on it was five. My last pick. I know. Listen, look. Oh. It's are so we, funny we, how much we're dadding out. Yeah. This is gonna be oh, our longest draft. Super dead. I know. We're gonna. You're gonna have so much editing. we're all like, we're all like, yeah. getting, like super emotional about things. <laughs> I love it. It's great. Listen, I, this is why I brought you guys into my realm. Welcome to emotion. <laughs> yes. All right. Hey, before we get to number five, Shot Fork presents three guys top fives. The irreverent draft experience. Go on. Fill your head with more useless crap. Beautiful. Perfect. Beautiful. Do we want a little recap before we go on to our Yeah, yeah, break them down, Neil. Break them down. All right, Dan at the first took the Muppet Babies reboot, which uh, Reed and I have yet to see. And then he took Wonderful. the Descendants, which I haven't seen, but Reed scowled at. And then he took Inside Out, which cannot be ignored. His fourth pick was Peppa Pig, with a lot of alliteration. <laughs> Reed's picks, uh, he started with the Fantastic Mr. Fox, which is, uh, I dare say, a fantastic pick. His number two is Zootopia. Uh, which I need to continue to see again. By the way, those sloths. Hilarious. Uh, the third pick, The Sandlot. Not only one of the best sports movies of all time, one of the best coming-of-age movies of all time. And then Superhero Squad Show, which I can't wait to take in. Neil took Frozen uh, with his first pick and uh, doesn't regret it ever. Spider-Verse with the second pick, one of his favorite movies of all time and also one of Hazel's. The Toy Story franchise, which is a steal because I got four picks with one pick, so sorry. And then Sesame Street rounding out my number four, absolute classic. Dan, your number five pick. Let's hear. Let me tell you something. In re-listening to those, you guys are both murdering this draft, like murdering <laughs> this draft. And I and I am in a distant. Third place with Peppa Pig and the Descendants, which both have sentimental value to me, but in an overall whole, don't hold up. So, so here's what I'm going to do. This has been a, a recent uh, thing in the Seaver household, but it's probably been my favorite thing of all time uh, with my kids. Because they both, like, it's so hard to find something that they both love. Like, one person will like this. And another person will like this. Half the time on their tablets, Phoebe is watching uh, like kids play with their toys on YouTube. And Jude is watching everything that he can possibly learn about dinosaurs. Which, by the way, don't ever get into a conversation with my son about dinosaurs if you want to have a long <laughs> and prosperous life. Um, but this is something that they both love. And it makes me so happy because they asked me to watch them. And I'd probably seen a few of them a couple of times, some of them once, and some of them I hadn't seen. And so it was really, really fun to go watch this. And I'm going to cheat a little bit, but I'm going to do this. I'm taking all of the Marvel movies. All of them. Because my kids have asked to watch all of them, and they want to watch them with me. And it makes me so happy because they're so into them. They have their favorite characters. They have their favorite movies. And watching them again has been so much fun. I'm taking all of the Marvel movies with my last pick. I just Since since this draft is my idea, I yeah. approve the pick. But Reed, I just want to make sure that this isn't too much of an overreach. I know I took four Toy Story picks, but I want to confirm. I can't not allow it. It's a, I, I mean, think it's, it's amazing. It, it's it's yeah. fantastic. And it, it's a great way... To wrap everything in in into one pick, you can't. Yeah, because you can't just pick one out of that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll 
Uh, uh, can we get a ruling from the judges? Uh, yeah, we'll allow it. China? Oh, good. All right. All right. Good. China's good. <laughs> the box and office of China has come from in. the Russian judge. That's going to hurt their overall score, yeah. but I think they're going to be satisfied with the results. I'll take a bounty out on them. That's no big uh, deal. Dan, uh, yeah. absolutely salvaged your draft. Now, I'm not saying your draft is bad. No, I, I am saying it was not solid, but no, that, no. That you were mentioning it that it's, it's yeah. emotional for you, and that's kind yep. of the whole point. Yeah. Uh, absolutely nailed the last pick. Uh, Mar- all Marvel movies at number five. Listen, yep. steal of the draft. And since it beats my steal of Sesame Street, steal so far of all of our drafts. You, okay. Listen, I will not hear an argument about it. Okay. Yeah. It's no. just because they asked me to watch them. I didn't put it on them. They asked me. Yep. And that, that's what made me the most happy. And listen, uh, they're all they're, they're pretty good. They're all so good. <laughs> right? They're all so good. Raid, you're number five. All right, my number five pick. I'm going to go back to when Holden was just a wee baby in his uh, in his carrier. This thing happened. I don't know if you guys went through this, so please tell me if you did or didn't uh, go through this. We, we did the thing at the hospital. We had the child, and everything was there. Everything was in one room. You had your kitchenette, your easy access to food, diaper changing, help, all that stuff. We got home, set the kid down, and I went, I don't know what to do now. Mm-hmm. So 100%. Uh, my wife, Teresa, is really, was really dead set on making sure that when she's asleep, we try to get the child to sleep too. Yes. So they can regulate their schedules like that. Uh, you two know this. Other people might not. Uh, the thing my wife loves more than anything else in the world is sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know she that. will sleep. She'll sleep 14 hours, 15 hours, no problems. So when we brought uh, when we brought uh, Holden home from the hospital, uh, I had him in the evenings. I was working a job where I was working like a second and a half shift. I was working like a three three to or, or like noon to seven, three to eleven type shifts. So I was up at night. Uh, I was up at night with him. Uh, while she was sleeping, just watching, and also up in the uh, later mornings with him. But at nights, I would sit in the living room of our house in Lincoln, Nebraska, and I would put, I'd turn the TV on, and I streaming wasn't really a thing at the time, and mm-hmm. so I had a friend of mine that said, "Hey, here's a TV series you should, I think you'd like, you should watch it." And so for my number five pick. I'm going to pick this only because I never would have watched if it weren't for Holden. The Shield. Yeah. <laughs> Holden yeah. made me watch The Shield because I had <laughs> nothing else to watch at the time. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. On my paternity leave, I watched all five seasons of The Wire during nap time. Yeah. <laughs> I remember because you were texting me about it. <laughs> because Dan had seen it, so I yeah. was like, oh, I just hit this point. You would see the wire? Great choice, Reed. I, I've, I've watched it four times. Holy shit. I, I, love, no I love the wire. Yeah. If I had no, I'm sorry it's I so didn't good. know at the time. So was, good. Listen, I was I very mean, sleepy. Dan. That's <laughs> my fault. No, no. Reed, oh, Reed I'm glad that you brought up that Teresa's favorite thing is sleeping. Because um, if you hadn't said that, I would have definitely guessed it was Anthony Michael Hall. The... <laughs> From the, Dead the Zone. actor from the Dead Zone. Yeah. Dead Zone. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. That guy's a really good actor. So good. Was he in anything else? Mm, Edward Scissorhands. Oh, right, right, right. I think that's about uh, it. I don't know. Uh, Breakfast Club? 
Mm, what's You're that? You're thinking of somebody else. I don't know. Oh, that yeah. oh that lesser John Hughes movie? Yeah. Okay. That cool. One. So for my number five pick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one actually is so funny because it's now one, I, and it's going to lead into the bonus round, by the way, guys. Ooh, the boner round. Love it. <laughs> We're talking about our kids in movies, Dan. We're not calling it the boner round. The I am. Round? I will, I will still call it that. Fair enough. So this is actually one that she fell in love with like around like age, like the end of age one, early age two. Okay. And we would sing it together. We would watch it together. Like to the point where like when she wanted a movie to watch, I'd be like, how about Coco? Oh. And Coco was a movie that when I first saw before I had Hazel, I was like, nah, it's fine. The music is good, but I don't really care that much. And then Hazel, we watched it with Hazel, and then every single time I watched it, I cried more. That movie is spect. The actors are all spectacular. The writing yep. is spectacular. The music is wonderful. By the yep. way, same Oscar-winning songwriters as Frozen. By the way, nice. Um, and if that's not right, I'll cut it out. And if not, fuck it. The subreddit <laughs> will take care Hold of it. Hold on, fact oh, check. Hold on, fact check. The Frozen writers right? Coco. Um, but. She wanted to watch Coco over and over to the point where she knew the songs and she'd sing them with us. And she's now kind of past it. Like, she doesn't really want to watch Coco Doesn't that anymore. hurt? It hurts, It really it? stinks. I know. Uh, it so hurts. So for me, like, my number five, because it meant so much to us at that age for her, is Coco. And it leads me into our bonus draft. All of us are going to get two extra picks. And we are going to pick the movies that we loved as kids. Mm-hmm that we're desperate to get our kids into and they absolutely will not. And uh, we're gonna actually, we're gonna start with Reed on this one. We're gonna reverse the draft, so we'll go Reed, Dan, Neil, and here we go. Okay, so with my kids, a lot of the things that I loved as a kid, I have shown them. Yep. Can I count those? Yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. th- that's the whole point. Is things you've if shown your shown kids them that they don't like. Into. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that they. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. That they can't get into really. Yep. That they can't. Okay. <laughs> oh, here it is. Yep. Here is my number one pick for things mm-hmm. I've shown my kids that they cannot get into, that I loved as a kid. It falls in line with the Jim Henson crowd. Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Yes. Oh. Hazel. That would have been one of my picks in the first five. Hazel loves that movie, but we didn't uh, watch it at Christmas, so I forgot about it. They don't like it. They do now. They they get so bored. Oh <laughs> no! Which is too bad because I love it so yeah. much. It's the best. So okay, I'm gonna go back again to because uh, this man Disney Plus pretty awesome we should probably get them as a sponsor but this is here for disney plus disney plus for uh people who had enough money but then there was a pandemic so they knew they could make more there you go you want to watch disney movies you're gonna get suckered in you're gonna put your credit card down for disney plus disney plus you want to watch every marvel movie every disney movie it's all available at the touch of a button as long as you give us more money. Disney Plus, we own everything. We own ABC, we own ESPN, but we are Disney Plus. Give us your money and your kids will shut the fuck up for one second. Disney Plus. Beautiful. Uh, this show, man, 
every Saturday morning when I was a kid. I used to fucking love this show. It was so, it was the 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 animation was awesome. It was violent. It was fun. The stories were great. I'm talking about I'm talking about the X Men cartoon from the '90s. Yep. And oh. it's on Disney Plus, and I've been trying like daily to show it to my children because like they're into Marvel stuff, and I'm like, oh, but the X Men. The X-Men, and they're just, they, nope, they're not into it, and it pisses me off, because it's so good, it was such a good cartoon, but they won't, they won't watch it, X-Men cartoon, from the 90s. Drag. That's, uh, so yeah, I've watched all of that on yeah. Disney+. Plus. Yeah, because it's awesome. It's Yourself so or with your kids, Reed? By myself. It's so <laughs> well, awesome. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start watching it myself, I haven't even seen it, so that's great. Oh my god, yeah, it's, it's so awesome. Oh man, I looks like I'm scrapping uh, Zootopia for the night. Yeah, <laughs> oh, Zootopia, that's what I was gonna watch. Zootopia, <laughs> Zootopia. Uh, we got there eventually. Two. Organically, <laughs> the it's further you get baby. from the question, the closer you get to the answer. Mm. <laughs> There's our new tagline. That's the that's the that's the Braxton Hicks theory. <laughs> it it hurts sometimes. That's... Neil, oh, shit. You what do you guys? I love you guys. Um, okay, so my listen. Uh, speaking of Disney, mm-hmm. my favorite Disney movie of all time feels like it would be so easy to show an almost three-year-old. How do you not love Disney's Robin Hood? It's my favorite. Oodle lolly, oodle lolly. Yes. Like we even sang the songs together, but she can't yeah. sit through the whole thing. I don't know mm. if it's seventies boring. I don't know if it's that the, I don't know what it is. All the voices are fantastic. Yep. All, the writing is stellar. It's my favorite Disney movie ever. And every time I'm like, hey, want to watch Robin Hood? She's like, no. Yep. <laughs> oh, it just hurts too. It hurts. It really, oh, I just, that's the reason I came up with the second round is this yeah. movie. Yeah. Disney's Robin Hood. This is the Hurt Locker round. Yes, I know. It's the Heart Hurt round. <laughs> So I've got I've got a bunch of those uh bunch of those hurt locker picks. Uh <laughs> there's one that stings more than any any other one and it <sighs> just no. happened. It, no. Oh no. It just happened last Saturday. Please don't Ooh. steal mine. Please don't steal mine. Oh no, I'm not still I I won't steal yours. I almost feel guilty because I talk so much about Holden on this and not about much about my daughter Amelia. This was an incident with Holden. So last Saturday, I went golfing with some friends. Yeah. And uh, my wife, Teresa, holds down the fort like she's amazing at doing. Yep. And uh, I came back uh, later in the afternoon. There was a couple of rain delays that we had. uh, And we actually golfed in the rain a couple of times. It was an extended afternoon. I came back in the evening. I was wiped out, but ready to sit and chill, hang out with my family. Uh, And so Teresa picks a movie to put on, which is one of our favorites, from being a preteen, early adolescent, and we introduced it to Holden, and he turned to us in the middle of it and went, I don't get it. It was the Mel Brooks classic, Spaceballs. Okay. Oh no! Well, yeah. Has he seen? Has he I seen Star it. Wars? He loves Star Wars. Yeah, but I. But, I mean, yeah. yeah he he's, didn't get he's, Spaceballs. He didn't well, get Spaceballs. He's twelve. You know. It was. Yeah. I, I saw Spaceballs I, I did when the I math. was. 10. I did the math. I was. 
I was 12 when it came out. Sure, but it was a different time. You know, he's, he's too inundated with Fortnite and Mona and shit. Don't, like, give, yeah. don't give him excuses. <laughs> no, Dan, I'm, I'm with Ron Reed's side with this. Dan, That's you... That's fine. You, I'll take Holden's yeah. side. No. He'll get it. No. He'll get it. He'll get it. He'll oh, get it. I'm boy. sorry, well, Reed. That does He hurt. also, in an honorable mention, he and I also yeah. watched the first episode of Space Goes Coast to Coast, and he turned to me and said, Dad, I don't get it. Uh, he's not old enough for that. Uh, that but yeah. he that, also yeah. did say... Yeah. He also did say... These people are also pretty old. If I knew who they were, maybe I would get it. There you go. That's true. That's, so he that's didn't say true. that. Yeah. But then when he did the same thing with Space Wolves, and then you know what happened? We're like, okay, fine. We'll stop it here. He's like, okay, I'm going to go play Fortnite. <laughs> kidding me? Sure. No, I understand that. I get, yeah, and that's frustrating, uh. but I've got to be perfectly <laughs> honest. Like watching Spaceballs, I'm actually looking up what year the on, the Lonely Island came out. Mm-hmm. Just just as a point of reference, because the Lonely Island was pretty much like the modern YouTube sketch comedy began. Right, right. And uh, uh, I'm looking at, say, they came out with On a Boat in 2009. Yeah. They were already on SNL. Yeah. So, like, comedy, you showed me, Reed, you showed me uh, the Natalie Portman rap at your house in Lincoln in... Uh, and that it's, has got to be 13 years ago at this point. At least. Oh, at easy, least. yeah. So essentially yeah. the new brand of online comedy is mm-hmm. older than Holden. Yeah. So I, I feel for you on, on not understanding Space Coast Coast to Coast because that was like essentially like esoteric weird comedy that you could get. It was absurdist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah. And, and totally absurdist. And so... Listen, I feel for Holden, and he might not get it, but someday he might come back and watch Willie Nelson on <laughs> on on Space I'm, Ghost. I'm hopeful for that, but it, I, that he was able to look at me and explain why he didn't get it. Or it's that impressive. He's like, I don't get it because it's these people are old. I don't. He doesn't know who Kevin Meany is. Yeah. yeah. So it makes. So I, I I gave him that, but then we're watching Spaceballs, and he Lord Helmet comes on, and he goes. I don't get it. Oh boy. Okay. All right. Well, we got work to do on Holden. We've yeah. got work to do. He needs to mow a couple more lawns. Hold it. Hold. Spaceballs. Hold. Son of a. Get it. To watch, watch the Mel Brooks. It's old Jewish comedy. You'll love it. Hold the jambus. He just yelled, "What?" <laughs> oh God. I feel bad. He's a bit oh. in our show. That's a bad thing to do. Uh, Dan, your number two pick. Man, I don't want to follow that because that's a bummer <laughs> one. This one hurts me personally because this was probably my favorite movie when I was a kid. I watched this movie a trillion, trillion times. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited to show it to my kids. And they made it like 12 minutes in and then they were just bored and they were like, I don't understand what's going on and I'm scared and I don't like this. And it was so frustrating because we were all like laying in the bed together and I was like, oh, you guys are going to love this movie. It's so great. It's this, oh, it's one, it's a fantasy and you're going to, it's just, oh, so many memories. And they didn't like it. And I've tried to show it to them three times now. And all three times they've lasted a shorter amount of time each time. And it hurts my soul because I feel like they're never going to like it. Never ending story. Okay. I... Feel your pain, 100%. But I also, I showed Hazel, Never Ending Story, about age two, a little yeah. after age two. 
you shouldn't be showing children this movie. This movie is dark <laughs> and so scary dark. and yeah. horrible. Like, I actually, I think I sent a picture to, I don't remember who it was. I think it was Laura who happened to be out of the house at the time. Of yeah. Hazel watching Artex drop uh, yeah. Artex. into the swamps of sadness. Yeah. I think I know. I sent it to other friends and they were like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Don't show children this movie. Listen, the never-ending story is—it's weird because we were—we were older kids, like right. late '80s. What was it? What year was it? Eighty-seven, eighty. Say like eighty-seven. So yeah, we we're something like, eight, like that. Nine years old. Yeah. Hold no fact checks. Hold. He'll fact Hold. check us. And uh, but the thing is, is like to have that understanding. The thing is, is your kids are too young to understand what imagination is outside yeah. of their own imagination. So they're going to have to, like, it, the never-ending story exists in a context of looking from an outside and being, like, losing yourself in an imagination when they're at the age when they can already do that and they're that's not interesting to them to analyze it. Does that make sense? Also, do you remember being in school and watching the videos that said if your dad takes out the belt, that's not okay? Our kids don't see those videos. Our kids see videos that say, hey, it's not okay to call other kids in your same grade names. So we're talking about some different generational messages here. That's true. Wow, guys, way to devalue my pick. (laughs) Not devalue. I'm explaining your child's perspective. (laughs) (laughs) But, dude, no, listen, I was. I was like, never any story. And Hazel was like super into it. And then the horse started dying. And I was like, this well, was a mistake. This was a terrible mistake. I shouldn't have done this. I've, I've made a huge mistake. And you know what? I, I I should have scrapped this one and gone with my original one, which would you guys would have had no problem with, which is Terminator 2. But anyways. <laughs> I uh, now know I, why yeah, you cry. I loved I, uh my my mom took me and my friends up to the ticket counter to make sure it was okay that us thirteen year olds went and sat in this movie because it was our it was a different time. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll never forget coming back from seeing Wayne's World. I was 12 and saying cream of some young guy and my mom being like, that's it. You're never going to movies without me ever again. (laughs) My number two pick uh, is just anything with human beings, anything with actual human beings that's not a fucking cartoon, anything that's not (laughs) fucking animated, just literally number two doesn't have, it's not a single movie. It's just anything that's not line drawn or computer animated. Anything that has, anytime I start a movie that has like a people in it that I loved as a kid, like she's bored with Muppets. She's bored with actual filmed things because, oh fuck, this is, this is the other side of Disney Plus. This is the other terrible dark side of Disney Plus. She's gotten to watch everything she wanted that's animated. It's all bright colored. They all have eyes the size of fucking dinner plates. And I can't watch anything with a goddamn human being on it anymore. No matter how much I fucking try, anything with a human being is my number two pick. <laughs> all right, are we ready for a game? That's so good because Phoebe goes, I don't like real people movies all the time. She, oh, my yeah. God. Yes. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Hazel, Hazel looks at like she'll watch it for like two minutes. She's like, I don't want to watch this movie. Yeah. Oh, my God, Phoebe. 100%. Yeah. All right. So anything with actual humans in it. Yep. All right, great. So, hey, solid rounding out of the draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh, a good time. Mm-hmm. Good pick. Good pick. Good pick. Uh, Shot Fork presents three guys' top five, the irreverent draft experience. It's an assault on parts of your brain that actually matter. They matter. <laughs> All right. 
Beautiful. All right, gentlemen. So here's your read cap for tonight. We started off with a series of stories and then Dan ventured us into his fight me regarding the shitness of Teen Wolf where Neil tried to scrap and swing his way into dominance so that it was a great coming of age tale. Reed remained on the fence. Dan ended up swaying Neil and Reed continues to maintain on the fence. His assignment for the week, watch Teen Wolf report back next week. That got us into into the top five draft, which was the movies, TV, or media that we're watching with our children that we secretly love. Neil went bargain shopping and drafted the four Toy Story movies along with a plethora of other films. And Dan uppercut with, uh, despite his interruptions, uh, assembling his picks for the Marvel movies while Reed maintained ideas outside of the box. One more thing. One more thing. One of us. It's not me and it's not Neil, but Reed has a fucking birthday oh, tomorrow. He's Reed 42 wins. years old. Jackie Robinson. Reed, happy birthday. We love you. If there is anything in the world I wish I could be doing tomorrow, it would be sitting oh. on your back porch helping you Tend to your meats, but I'm I alas, all the movies I cannot. You want to watch as long as they're not. Alas, I cannot. If I could get on a flight tomorrow, I would do it. Oh man! Yeah, oh, that would be that would be fantastic. I'm going to Excellent. be. Excellent. Yeah, oh, man. I'm going to I'm going to be texting you guys most of the day tomorrow. I've got some friends stopping by to social distance yeah. and hang out. Uh, just throughout the day, but uh, I'm. Uh, I know. And someday soon, we're we're gonna get an opportunity to spend them all together. I agree. I Look agree. Look forward to the time. Uh, but until then, we're gonna keep drafting our brains out and doing what we can on this end because yes. this is this continues to be my highlight of the week. Agreed. 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 Love you guys. Love you too. Oh man, what a what a great draft! Whoop. What a great idea, and uh, it was it was fantastic. I, so in our breaks, uh, I was upstairs helping helping my wife Teresa deal with the kids. Right. And then you guys got an opportunity to talk to Holden for a little while. Amelia got so upset because she went, "They don't want to talk to me." Oh, well, we definitely <laughs> want to talk. To <laughs> and so I said, so I said, I said, "You have to be good," and they want to talk to you next week. Yeah, we're Santa Claus. <laughs> so, yeah. So you guys are Santa Claus. Go gargles and marbles. <laughs> Three guys just making lists. Three guys just getting blitzed. Three guys, it's our top fives. You won, but also I won. Listen, I love a Chipotle burrito. Yeah. And the story isn't that I shit after, which I did. But the story, <laughs> the story is that I went in and they still have people behind the glass doing their thing, making the yeah. food. And I went in and I was like, okay, I'm doing my thing. Everybody's wearing their mask. Everyone's doing their stuff. And I asked for my burrito with all the stuff that I want. We get to the end and I told the dude, I was like, hey, I was like, I know that, I don't know if this means anything to you, but I haven't had a Chipotle burrito for six months <laughs> and you just put all the ingredients on in the exact proportion that I like them. And I didn't have to say a thing. I was like, thank you so much. This was so great. And the dude was like, 
man, thanks for saying that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, like kind of overwhelmed because yeah. like, when I walked in, he was like, hey, because you can tell these are people yeah. having to work food service in Manhattan during a pandemic. They're not making any tips, they're not making anything. Like it's you gotta be like, and I was just like, thank you so much. You gave me exactly what I wanted. <laughs> and he seemed genuinely touched. It was like a really nice, nice moment out of my day. That's great. I just really and then you it. and then you blew up the bathroom. Oh, forget it. I blew up the bathroom at the office, and then oh. I didn't make it home. I blew up the bathroom <gasps> on the train. Oh <laughs> no, you're that guy. Oh, I, it was no. not a choice. It was oh, not a choice. No. And then I blew up the bathroom at home. Oh no.